Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, You could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 19. The angel number 19 wants to remind you that you are very close to reaching your goal and that you need to push yourself a little bit more to actually reach it. But uh, what we realize is that HOAs and other communities share a um, lowest common denominator. A lot of people, a lot of communities could use that same functionality. Um, So we're uh, making it modular and we're going to... um, We're going to start with uh, HOAs, but we see that uh, we could grow from there. Welcome to the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believer, and welcome to an episode 19, an amazing number 19 of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur. And it's me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Coming at you from whatever device you happen to be listening to. I can't believe we're on episode 19. Things are just rolling right along. It's all been amazing. And thank you so, so much for taking some time to listen to me and my guests. So today we're actually talking to Jeremy Davis. Now, Jeremy Davis is a programmer who put together something for, well, originally for an HOA. Uh, The president of HOA had a problem with a few things. And Jeremy put together a program to help that along, but found in making that program found a whole new way of being able to put things together for anybody who needs to do a specific type of program. It was interesting to me how time kind of ended up being a pitfall for him, and we're going to listen to see how that goes. And uh, more information about partners and how choosing partners are really, really important. So without further ado, today we are going to listen to Jeremy Davis. 
Salutations, Scoop Believers, and we are here again with the newest entrepreneur in our program today. We're talking to Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for coming on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. I really appreciate you taking time uh, out of your day to uh, see us. Absolutely. Of course. All right. So before I start anything, I just have a really serious, serious question to ask you, okay? Yeah, shoot. All right. Are you a school believer? Oh, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a newer school believer, which is uh, awesome. It means you're growing. All right. Uh, I mean, in our industry, we look for growth, right? So uh, not just uh, not just overall number, but we want to see growth over time. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm part of the growth over time, baby. All right. Thank you so much for being the newest school believer, Jeremy. Okay. So what I'm going to do here is what I'd like you to do is just tell me a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your entrepreneur adventure and how long you've actually been doing it for. Yeah, so uh, a little about myself. Uh, 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 Army vet uh, turned uh, turned multi-purpose tool. <laughs> Love, figured out, uh, you know, took a long time to figure out what what was what was my thing after the army, and uh, I it fell in love with IT, and I've been working in, as a professional in IT for uh, about ten years now. And um, my entrepreneurial uh, uh, venture is is actually fairly new. We uh, we incorporated in February. Um, myself and two partners, um, and we—I'm I'm a big believer in betting on the jockey, not necessarily the horse. Um, I—I I found two really great guys that I trust in and believe in, and um, yeah, we're—we we were looking for a problem to solve. We found one, and uh, and we're going from there. Great. Tell me about that problem, Jeremy. What what did you find? So it's a little bit of a journey. So what we found was um, uh, someone close to us. Uh, is in an HOA. They're actually the president of the HOA. And a lot of times we think that the world is as technologically advanced as those around us when we work in IT. This person, um, through no fault of their own, just that's how they work, was cashing or, or depositing rather uh, 52 checks a month, uh, checking the mailbox, endorsing them, going to an Excel spreadsheet, checking off who, uh, who, who paid their dues and who didn't, uh, that God forbid they all clear and none of them bounce. Or then you got to go back and edit the, you know, and sending emails, uh, that's how they keep their bylaws. So everything's a nail to a hammer to me. So, you know, when I hear this, it's like, Oh, software solution, easy. You know, they need, they need a subscription model, right? That's what dues are. And they need maybe a form and a calendar and a couple just simple pieces of functionality. And, uh, and, and then away we go. So um, that's that's where we were. But uh, what we realized is that HOAs and other communities share a um, lowest common denominator. A lot of people, a lot of communities could use that same functionality. Um, so we're uh, making it modular and we're going to um, we're going to start with uh, HOAs, but we see that uh, we could grow from there. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of potential there, not just for AOAs, but anything in that kind of field sounds like it would work for you. So, um, tell me, did you get into the IT through the army? Is that what you did in the army, and just kind of led you that way, or or was that something? <laughs> no, not different? at all. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> I was I was an artillery guy, and uh, oh, when wow. you get out of the army, there's a not a whole lot of legal blowing stuff up jobs out there. So you kind of got to figure out what you want to do pretty quick. Uh, Cause uh, so went to school and uh, fell in love with it and, uh, and then uh, started my career from there. Uh, I'm an ad, I'm an agile coach and now man, now I'm, I'm a manager at my company, but uh, um, agile, agile coaching was my big thing as a consultant. Okay. Okay. That's cool. With that. Definitely look into it. 
Nice, nice. Okay, so let, let me ask you this then, and kind of in that statement, what actually made you want to start this business? I mean, you went from blowing stuff up, basically, <laughs> to IT. So I'm trying to figure out where the connection is. You know, what what was actually the catalyst to get things started for you in your IT uh, entrepreneur venture? In the entrepreneur venture, um, I, I I was working on a couple things, just some ideas, and uh, talking talking it over with colleagues as far as you know what I wanted to create or what I wanted to do because I just wanted to start working for myself eventually. Um, I always knew that that was kind of going to be my my, my route. Uh, I didn't necessarily know it was going to take this long, but uh, I, you know I got myself a, a nice little career first, and then now I uh, while I can sympathize with the bootstrapping uh, of, uh, startups. Um, I, you know, I'm in a little bit better position than I would say most uh, entrepreneurs cause I'm still working at my job and I'm, uh, and, and I, and I do well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I knew I wanted to work for myself eventually found people that had, um, um, some of the same, uh, beliefs that, that I did and uh, had, uh, comparable skills, um, skills that, uh, paired, paired with my skills very well. And, uh, away we went. All right. That's amazing. That's cool. So where does the IT come in? I mean, like, what's actually was like one day you're programming a computer or I mean, how did that work? Yeah, I so I what I manage is I manage software development now for a Fortune 50. And um, so I've been in software for a while, about 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 10 years uh, now. So that's where, you know, just that's what led into entrepreneurial uh, working on a SaaS platform. Oh, all right. That's awesome. Uh, I actually interviewed uh, another person that has a SaaS platform. Uh, look back on episode two if you want to check that out. Philip Hughes, uh, gentleman, made a program that can get all your social medias on one screen. So you, instead of clicking all over the place, you actually have all your social medias on one screen. It's actually a great program if everyone looks into it. You can check it out at uh, tuepodcast.net backslash ea. So let me ask you this question: I, You're just getting started. But you've had to have had at least one or two pitfalls that's kind of come back at you and just kind of give you that right hook. Have you had any pitfalls up to this point about getting your program started or programming or anything like that? Oh, absolutely. And anyone who tells you that they don't have pitfalls or they're, they're, they're full of it, right? So everyone, <laughs> there's, there's definitely pitfalls to everyone. Um, with three of us that are working full-time jobs and have families, you know, getting, getting, finding time that fits all of our schedules has been a little bit difficult. Um, but we make it work. And luckily, we have uh, project management tools that help us uh, communicate without actually having to communicate as well. So that definitely helps out. Tooling is definitely important there. And um, a lot of entrepreneurs, and I'm actually in a cohort through launch right now. Um, and I hear about a lot of entrepreneurs, they say, you know, oh, I wish I had an idea or I wish I had a problem to solve. My our pitfall is we had too many. We bounced from idea to idea trying to figure out, you know, how to, you know, what is the best route for us to go? Our, our mantra was kind of like, um, you know, if one in 10 startups succeed, we were just going to make nine pieces of crap and hopefully the 10th one works for us. So, uh, you know, so we, uh, we, we went through a lot of ideas before we got, before we got to a good one that we, that was, uh, uh, marketable, uh, one that, or more marketable, one that was uh, a good fit for us to build and something that, uh, there's a problem out there that we have uh, already spoken to customers directly about and we can build a product for them. That's amazing. You know, that's great that you do something like that because obviously you're playing the good odds because you know that 10th one is going to be the one that works. But, you know, you take you take it upon yourself to try these different things and just see which one works the best for you. And then, you know, Absolutely. that's the one that you're going to go forward with. 
And it sounds like this uh, – you have a great start with the HOA program. It really sounds like it would come in handy for just about anybody that has an HOA that wants to keep track of everything that's going on. That, and kudos to you for being able to come up with that out of all the nine other things that you've come up with to, to see which one works. So that's really cool. So we've identified that we can grow in that market as well as other markets too. So um, the growth in that market um, with the functionality that we already have, um, monthly subscription base and uh, commu- communication tools like forums and chats, um, you know, we're, we're primed to eliminate the rent check. Um, we could automate the rent check. A lot of people are mailing checks to their landlord. They have one, you know, someone who has one investment property or maybe two, um, and they're just going, you know, they're mailing it or they're dropping it off at their house or, or they're doing something along those lines. Well, you know, we can easily, that's, uh, you know, when you think of, of rent and monthly dues and things like that as subscriptions, it makes it so much easier and you already understand a lot of the tooling. So um, we can, uh, we could eliminate the rent check. That's, that's one of our, that's one of my goals. So you're basically making like the, the Netflix at HOA where it's just an automatic, just, they just pull it out there. Just that's the only analogy I could come up with. So <laughs> that's cool. So you, you said you have two partners. Are these two partners you had, were they your major influence into actually getting in this business or do you have any influences that you, that kind of make you, Go forward, like this is what I really want to do, and and this is the person I kind of want to follow. What kind of influences have you had uh, in this adventure? Yeah, so uh, influences into this. So I, I'm not a developer, although I've done ten years in the software development, like coaching space. Not how to, but functionality and, and framework, and how people, how developers can work together on teams. Um, teaching Scrum, teaching Agile, um, and so as a non developer, non-engineer, um, I found a guy who uh, is, is an amazing person. His name's Amin. Uh, we think it's beautiful that um, to a, my, one of my partners, uh, Dr. Richard Catlin, uh, he's a naval officer. Uh, I'm an army vet. And, uh, and then we have Amin. And so, you know, we're trying to do something nice and something good. And, uh, you know, I just like our story there. Um, so you know, great guy, uh, Amin is. And he's a heck of a developer, and so it's someone that I could trust with. Uh, you know, your 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 venture is your baby, and uh, you know you gotta have you gotta have a good babysitter, and you have to have a good partner to help you take care of your baby. And uh, boy, uh, I lucked out. I lucked out with my partners. Um, so uh, we uh, we definitely are the right jockeys and looking for the right horse to bet on. And uh, we think this is it. And if not. Uh, um, well, you know, there's probably something else that we can, that we can work on, but, uh, boy, we're, we're going to give it our all on this. And that's the way to do it too, really. And if you, it, if you, something does happen where it doesn't quite work out, you could take, always take the experiences that you've had up to this point, even from the other nine that you haven't, you know, didn't work out. You take those experiences and use those experiences to move on to the next thing. It's only going to be better and better as time goes on. And, uh, you know, you're you're a jockey too, there, Jeremy. All three of you. It's, it seems like you have such a great diverse group uh, together, and they're very knit together. And that's really awesome to be able to have that, especially when you're putting together a business like this. And you're surrounding yourself with good people, smart people, intelligent people that know what they're talking about, know what they're doing. Like when I when I want to find a cohort or when I want to find you know others to talk to and things like that, I want to surround myself with people that are could even be smarter than I am. That's the only way I'm going to learn more than what I'm doing is to learn from other people that are smarter than me. And it looks like between the the ideas and structures that you have between you and your other two, 
it sounds you're coming up with some great, great stuff. You know, I always, I've always said in corporate America, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Um, <laughs> boy, our, our staff meetings, I am definitely in the right room in the right time at the right place. Uh, I am not the smartest one in the room. Um, I have a great team. And um, when you're building a team, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs probably have idea, questions about, you know, uh, how do you find a good co-founder? How do you, uh, you know, how do you build a team? We get along well, and we have a lot of like-minded ideas. And that's great to find in a, in a first partner, right? Someone who is on the same wavelength as you. But eventually, you have to get more diverse. Because, you know, the three of us, you know, while we have different experiences leading up to this venture, we ha- we now have the same story from when, from when the point when the venture started, right? So when we add on to our team, when we look to hire, we're definitely going to want different, uh, we're going to want d- diversity that can help us um, come f- come up from with different solutions from different angles. So uh, we know that early. So that's something that we're going to focus on when we hire or if we bring on any other additional partners or anything. That's great. You know, um, a couple a couple of books that I like to talk about when it comes into since you bring you bring up hiring and that kind of thing. Um, one of my favorite books that actually talks about putting a business uh, together that brings in other people is called Creativity Inc. And it talks about uh, the Pixar story and how they actually came about and how they did their hiring and what they actually looked for in their people. I would definitely suggest looking into that book if you want to have a really nice core group. Um, even, even though it's about like Pixar and movies and things like that, the stories behind it really give a nice solid meaning to, you know, what to look for and how to kind of keep your people together. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Um, my, my least favorite story out of Pixar is, uh, how that, well, I guess it's my favorite, how that one work from home person saved Toy Story 2. That's you know my that favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that that little backup that she had would have saved the entire the entire Pixar. Yeah, it actually mentions that in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I so, figured it does. Yeah. You have to mention that story. So. <laughs> All right. So I know you've only been doing this for you know a few weeks or almost a month, just like you were talking about. But, I mean, have you thought about when you've made it, when you finally make it to that point where it's like, God, this is exactly where I was trying to get to. What does that look like to you? Can you explain that to me? So when we've made it, we aren't tied. We, we've all made good livings. We've all been successful in our lives. We don't put a value, a monetary value on our success. What we want to do is, and, and this isn't only going to be a paid app. So when people make these communities for themselves with drag and drop at, uh, API calls is really what, what's going on. When they make these communities, they'll be able to choose whether they're private or public. Um, and, and, so we look at success as people have found their community. The internet was supposed to be this beautiful thing. It was supposed to be a way to transfer information and share information, find answers quickly, and find like-minded people that you can communicate with. And, and we do that to an extent. But when was social media was is not today where we wanted to go right we didn't necessarily want it to be as monetized and looking at corporations the same as we look at people um you know the the same avatars the same size avatar you know you can get a dm from a company you you know that you don't know who's really behind it you just know it's the company 
You know, it's it, it's not the Internet's not what we want to be. We will be successful if we can make a, an, an ad free community for people to share their thoughts and ideas with other like minded people. There you go. And, you know, in business community is growing more and more important than just about anything else right now. Uh, I'm actually part of a, a community called SPI Pro put together by Pat Flynn. Um, that's been amazing for me. I've gotten into cohorts. I've gotten into learning. And a lot of it's not from Pat Flynn himself, but other people that's really come together to be able to teach me what you know, what I need to know. And then I do the same thing for them. So with whatever knowledge I have, I can share that with them. And we all get together and, not, and you know, in a community. And that's really what's really been boiling down to lately in any kind of business is building a community to be able to talk not just with owners, but with everybody else about that particular system. And speaking of systems, I'm I'm kind of, I'm not very technically savvy. Could you explain to me what API means and what that's about? Sure. An API call. Um, what's the best way to explain an API call? Um, an API um, if, for, if you're not familiar, it's an application program interface. Um, what you can do with that is, you know, I, the best way to explain it to someone who doesn't have an idea is you can take information from one place on the internet, one website, and make it appear elsewhere. So you might you might have been on a website that has um, a Twitter feed on it, but it's not you're not on Twitter. That's an API, that's an API call to Twitter. So it's saying, hey, Twitter, give us this information, and then it posts it there. So what we can do is with uh, eventually what we want to do is make a marketplace for those types of plugins where someone could just create their own space. You know, I need a chat room and a paywall that has my content behind it, and I need uh, email marketing or something. So you could drag those different types of functions or that functionality onto a page and create your own type of platform. It's 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 kind of like what Bubble's doing in no code, but we want to be we want to go beyond that and be able to um, make someone can make an entire platform or community out of it. Um, but we've uh, definitely want to start with the HOAs because we already have users in the HOA industry. So um, we think that at the worst case scenario is we we make a pretty good uh, HOA app. Uh, best case scenario we uh, we spread farther than that and uh, we go from there. But um, we're, this feature's looking bright for us. All right, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that explanation. I feel a little bit better about when I say you know API. I know what the heck's going on. So <laughs> yeah, I'm the non technical mem- the, the the least technical member of our team. So uh, uh, I'll let I'll let the smart guys answer those questions from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's great. So um, I'm going to transition to a different question here now. Uh, just say you're you're walking along and you happen to just run into somebody that w- in discussion wants to do something similar to what you're doing, you know, your type of entrepreneur adventure. What advice would you give them? What kind of steps would you have them take? Where would you have them start? Well, if I was just giving somebody some advice, um, the first thing I would tell them, and, and, I, and I tell this to people that I work with all the time at my, my corporate nine to five job as well, is... Failure is not bad. I don't know where this came from. And and I grew up the same way. You know, failure is bad. Don't fail. You can't fail. Um, But it's not the opposite of success. It's one of the steps. It's not step one. It's not step, you know, the last step. Um, If you fail, you haven't really failed unless you didn't learn anything from it. Um, and that's okay. You're, you don't have to learn from all your failures, but definitely don't be afraid of failing. 
you have to try things, right? You have to try new things and some of them will work and some of them won't. So um, if you're failing, you're on the right path. So um, you're at least finding out, uh, finding another way not to build a light bulb, right? Like Thomas Edison used to say, I didn't fail a thousand times. I found a thousand ways not to build a light bulb. Um, so it's the same type of thing. Failure is one of the steps to success. It's not the opposite. So don't be afraid to fail. Well, there you go. That's amazing. I actually mentioned that a couple of times in my other previous shows too, where failure has just really kind of gotten a bad rap. So, um, let's go like this. Um, let's just say I have you and I want to hire you and your services, but mm-hmm. I have two other people that's doing something similar to what you're doing as far as API and, and that thing, like we talked about earlier. What do, you, what do you do to set yourself apart from other people to make me want to kind of go with you and your company? So I'll say a few things. <clears throat> so one, we work really hard. Um, and that's not necessarily a reason to go with us. There's, there's not necessarily a reason that you would go with us. I would say go with whatever you feel is the best fit. Our mission to make community spaces and, and kind of improve the landscape of the internet might not be completed by us. It might be completed by one of those other companies. I would say find, um, you know, we want the mission to happen. It doesn't necessarily have to be us that does it. Um, I would say go with who you think would be a better fit for you. And hopefully that's us. But if someone's doing the same thing as us, um, that means that there's at least some validity in the market, that there is a need for what we're doing. So uh, then I hope that we have a better product and better marketing. Uh, but um you go with go with the one that you're comfortable with. Don't use tools that you don't believe in their mission. If you don't know what they stand for, um, definitely don't um, use platforms or services. I won't speak of any specifically, but if they if, if you know the, how they take care of, uh, or they don't take care of their employees, don't don't feel like you have to use a service or a platform uh, just because it's it's the only one out there or it's the biggest one out there. There's always an alternative. So go with make decisions that make you feel good. And hopefully that's us. I really like that. I really like that a lot because you're you're not just saying, you know, go with me. Oh, me over here. Me, me. You're saying go with who is best for you. Hopefully it's us. Hopefully it's us. But it doesn't have to be us. Go with what you like. And that humility really kind of kind of leaps and bounds out to me that you're a real person and you're really authentic in what you do. And that's, that is definitely something that's really important to a lot of people out there right now. That's really authentic. You're a real person with real feelings and you're, you don't mind if they don't go with you. I mean, you hope, hopefully they do obviously, but it's really boils down to what's important. The sky is big enough for all the birds to fly. You know, you know, um, my target audience might not be even someone that makes the exact same tool as I do. We might not have the exact same target audience, right? And someone's gonna someone's gonna be super passionate. And some some people are Apple, some people are Android, and you're not gonna change them. Doesn't mean that either. You know, I won't. I'm sure there'll be some comments, but uh, you know, um, <laughs> it's hard to convert people from one of those brands, right? If you're an Android, you're Android for life. If you're Apple, you're Apple for life. And then there'll be some people that don't mind and they'll go back and forth, right? But, um, you know, uh, if if you like our branding, if you like who we are, um, we, uh, we're very open about who we are and what we believe in and stuff. And, and we definitely believe in truth and advertising and truth and marketing and uh, truth and product development. So if you feel that our mission is uh, a worthy one, go with us. If you don't believe what we believe, um, that's okay. Uh, we love that and find whatever works best for you. There you go. 
That's amazing, Jeremy. Thank you so, so much for all that. That's amazing. Of course. Okay, so here's one of my favorite questions I like to ask, and I did steal this from another podcast, so sorry, everybody. What is the one question you wish I would have asked you, but I didn't? Because I always miss one that, you know, my guests will go, oh, I hope it really asks me that question because I have the perfect answer for it and I never get to it. So what is the one question you wish I would have asked you? You know, I thought about this and uh, for full disclosure, you know, this is my first podcast and, um, you know, I want I, I checked you out and became a, became, became a, a big fan. So I wanted to make sure you're not one of those gotcha guys. Right. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I looked into it and, uh, the one question that, and so I knew the question, some of the interview questions ahead of time. And so that one stuck out to me, what, what, what's not going to be asked. Right. And, um, as someone who has a following and, and uses the internet, um, I would love for you to, uh, you know, ask what my platform could do for you specifically. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. All right. So I'm going to officially, oh, well, that, now I'm kind of like, oh, gee, yeah, huh, you know, but okay, let's hear it. What, what can, what does your, what can your platform actually do for me specifically? Sure. So uh, I'm not much of a salesman, but what I will say is let's just think of what functionality as for, for someone who has their own podcast that you need. You you need somewhere to upload MP, MP4s or MP3s. You may want a forum or maybe a chat room. Um, you may have swag. Um, you know, there's there's and and all of those things are already on the internet here and there. But you're but you have to go to all these different tabs and all these different places to find that. Some are apps, some are uh, on your computer, some are in folders, some are you know of uh, you know maybe you have file sharing. And you want to to access to all of your old video or all your old uh, you know podcasts, um, all that functionality exists. What we want to do is provide you with more value per click, put it in one place for you, and you can choose what's front facing and what's back facing, and you can build your community around that. So um, yes, HOAs is is where we're focused, but um, we can help podcasters too. Oh wow! You know, you should see my my home screen. It's just riddled like from end to end with folders and things and knickknacks just because I'm not I'm not a very organized person. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I kind of got everything all over the place. So be able to put everything in one spot um, would be amazing. And being able to just go to that one place to be able to start a chat or to be able to get to my swag when I get it and that kind of thing, that would be amazing. So Thank you very much for that. I'll definitely keep that. You hear that, fellow podcasters? You hear that? Okay, I just want to make sure you're paying attention. All right. <laughs> so what I'm going to do here is what I'd like to do with my guests is uh, in six months, I'd like to do a follow-up interview with you. But in those six months, what goals do you have for yourself for and for your company? What, what do you think you'd like to have happen for you, yourself, and your company in the next six months? Yeah, so this is where I'll get a little more literal, right? So um, we're in talks with two, um, and we have two um, HOAs on our wait list. Um, I would say, I would say if we have a good five, that'll show that you know I, I'm looking for month over month uh, growth. So if I can continue to prove, not prove, but if I can continue to find people who have the same problem that we've already addressed with two HOAs that are interested in us, then. Um, having all those users would be, would, would be the goal for six months. So I would say five HOAs in our system would be, would be a good goal for six months. Okay. Awesome. Anything else that you'd like to kind of, kind of put out there? I'm kind of touchy feely, you know, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I want to make sure they're happy. 
Um, and I want to make sure that, you know, um, we're not giving them things that they don't need, but, um, you know, we want, we want to truly make our customers happy. And so if customer satisfaction, I don't know if that means a survey or whatever crap we can come up with to say, Hey, is, are you happy? But, uh, you know, we want to make sure that our people are happy and that they feel hurt. So one of the great things about building this, you being able to build your own space like that is we're going to be building our own space and we're going to be living, we're going to be living it off of our own uh, platform. So we'll have a community where you can actually come in and make sure that your feedback is heard. Um, we believe in open feedback, so uh, an open customer service. So if you have uh, questions, comments, concerns, feature suggestions, things that we should burn, uh, we want to we want to know about that so that we can make the product that the people want. All right, fantastic. So you said you have two HOAs that's already signed up with you. And, Correct. And so far, from what I know, it's only been a little while, but they've been pretty satisfied with your work. Uh, they're on a wait list. Um, yeah, but but we were building the features that they exa- that they want exactly. So the things that they're asking for is our MVP. So what what I would suggest too is when you actually had that MVP put together and to out to them and they do like it, I would definitely suggest getting a customer experience, like some customer evidence from them, typing out something saying, "Hey, this is great. We use it all the time," and that kind of thing. Put it somewhere yeah. in your website. Or something like that. So you have some kind of customer base, and then when you get to these other three that that you're you know you're pitching out or whatever, they could look on your website. And say, oh, there's already two there, and they say it's great. Well, it's got to be good. So I would definitely suggest doing something like that too for you. That way, you get some customer evidence uh, that your product is actually a really quality product. So I think this is a thank you one and two. I think this is a, this is important for a lot of entrepreneurs to hear. A lot of times uh, I've heard people that are making their own websites or they're, you know, how do I get testimonials from uh, if I don't have customers yet, right? Um, Maybe you're looking at it backwards. Um, Maybe you need to go find the customer first before you build all this stuff out, a big old website that has testimonials on it and this and that. Find find one person that you can delight with your service or, or product and go from there. And that's kind of what we did. We 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 had someone uh, approached us for uh, with their idea to fix, and so we have a customer lined up before we put any fingers on the keyboards and started building stuff. So um, think about it that way. Don't necessarily worry about where your testimonials are coming from. Maybe find the customers first, and then worry about how you market to everybody else. But this will work for us because we already have the uh, we already have someone that we can get a testimonial from. So. Um, if there's anything to learn from uh, talking to me, I know I talk a lot, but uh, I would say find one customer and delight the crap out of them. And then they will tell more people than you could tell. You you think it's, marketing is not that complicated. You don't need automated funnels and you don't need this and that and 100,000 followers on social media. You uh, you make one person happy, they're telling everybody. And somehow that goes farther than your, than all your marketing efforts. So definitely delight your customer. All right. That's awesome. Great information. And Jeremy, you know, don't worry about talking too much because it wouldn't be a very good podcast if you didn't say anything. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I wave my hands around, but they can't see that. So. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy. So uh, what we're going to do, like I said, is we're going to follow up with you, with you in six months to see how you're doing. And if you've reached these uh, five HOA accounts and uh, we'll see how that MVP is working for you. So what I'm going to do Absolutely. is I'm going to have you go ahead and kind of advertise yourself. This is your time to shine now, Jeremy. I'd like to advertise yourself. So tell us about what you're doing. Ready, set, go. Yeah, I'm Jeremy Davis. I'm one of the co-founders of Orb5. Check us out on Twitter at, at 
meet orb five uh, on our website, which is a waiting list. If you have a community or you have an HOA that you need some uh, tooling for, uh, orb5.io, there, that is our landing page and it has a wait list on there right now. So um, uh, our MVP is closed, but we will definitely be looking to add more communities to our network uh, and uh, for, for positive global domination. There you go, right? <laughs> and, and if anybody if anybody is a Star Wars fan that uh, if you don't get to see the YouTube video, but you're kind of listening, this guy has an awesome like it looks like a record, but it was laser cut into a, a like Death Star with Luke Skywalker and and all the, like neat figurines on it. So check it out on YouTube. There you go. There we got a reason to go. Yeah, to YouTube. It's, okay. a, it's, it's, it's a it's a vinyl record that someone laser cut off and on Etsy and turned it into a clock. And uh, I think I have to put a battery in it, but uh, I'm, I'm, I stay on the positive side. So at least it's right twice a day. There you go. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for being on the show. Everybody stay tuned for the wrap up. Okay. Thanks, Jeremy. You have a good one. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jeremy Davis. What a great interview. He had a lot of great information. I'm really glad he had a chance to expand on what API was and kind of talk about that a little bit because I had no idea when I asked him what that was about. So I'm glad he was able to do that for us. He gave some great advice on failure and how to kind of overcome it a little bit. And he really gave a lot of interesting answers to the questions I had for him. And uh, I really hope that you all learned something from Jeremy. He was definitely a great... Uh, he had great advice for entrepreneurs and just starting out. Uh, boy, it was just amazing. Okay, that being said, we're going to actually talk about a few new things that have been happening lately. We're going to talk a little bit about putting my speaking engagement together for Chris Brogan. Uh, I had a chance to go to the actual Chamber of Commerce meeting, and that was a blast. It was a breakfast, and everybody was uh, everybody in town that had a business was uh, essentially there. And I got to talk to a lot of amazing people. And what's funny is the first person I actually ended up talking to was in charge of putting all the entrepreneurs and Chamber of Commerce meetings together. So it was really weird how he's the first person I actually talked to. And he introduced me to a lot of great people, including a company that just recently put together a program that basically was the Uber of finding employees was what it was, was basically how it was presented to everybody. So it was a company called MyShift, and in talking to them, I told them what I was doing and who I was, that I was a podcaster, but I was also trying to put together a speaking engagement for Chris Brogan. He gave me their business card, said they were slightly interested, and to email them whatever information I could about Chris Brogan, who he was, and that kind of thing, and hopefully we can put something together on that. So something else that's working right now is uh, almost completely finished with the puzzle method, which is the method I'm using to try to help people basically brainstorm businesses and overcome obstacles they might have in their current business, kind of a brainstorming tool. And uh, I'm actually going to be putting that out as a free course. And this is going to be for anybody that wants just some free information on how to brainstorm businesses and overcome issues and problems using this particular puzzle. I will be putting that out here pretty soon. I will definitely make an announcement when that is complete. That way you could all take advantage of that. And it's basically coordinating everything that I've learned so far in my entrepreneur adventure 
and starting businesses since that's basically everybody that I talk to is everybody gets kind of getting started already. So I'm really excited about that, and that's going to be coming out really soon. And just so you can hang in there, if you want to hear the very end here, I'm going to be practicing some of my Spanish that everybody asked me to learn. So stay tuned for that if you'd like. You don't have to, but if you'd like to, you can. So we're going to go through the regulars here. If you want to contact me, you can reach me on my Twitter at DJScoob2021. That's S-K-O-O-B 2021 on Twitter. If you want to reach me on email, that's uepodcast2021 at gmail.com. If you want to see any and all the tools that I've used up at this point to start my podcast, Mm -hmm. go to tuepodcast.net and go to my online store, which is my resources page. And it has books that I've read and equipment that I'm using to work my entrepreneur adventure. And at this point, I'd just like to say thank you so, so much for listening to me all the way through. And if you have any questions, contact me and the aforementioned places. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a great evening, everybody. <laughs>